to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Today, I'm talking about the telltale signs that you're giving negative people too much power over your time, your thoughts, and your energy. It's something that we've all done. Maybe you dislike a coworker and you spend a lot of time thinking about how you dislike what they say in meetings or how you dislike how they act around the office. Maybe you don't like someone in your extended family and you spend a lot of time dreading every event that they're going to be at. The truth is, negative people should take up the least amount of space in our lives. But it's really easy to get that wrong and to allow negative people to get the most of your attention. Of course, people often say things like, well, just cut toxic people from your life. But just because you don't enjoy someone's behavior doesn't mean that that person is toxic. And you can't always cut someone out of your life. If you want to keep your job, you can't cut your boss out of your life. Or if you want to stay in a healthy relationship, you might have to learn how to live with the fact that your partner's ex is still going to be in the picture if they're co-parenting. It's important to recognize the warning signs that you're giving someone too much power over your life. Here are five big warning signs that you're letting a negative person take up too much space. Number one, you talk about them a lot. So there's this idea that venting releases pent-up anger and frustration, but that's actually not true. Instead, venting adds fuel to the fire. A 2002 study published in Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin found that the more people thought and talked about people whose behavior upset them, the more frustrated and aggressive they became. People who distracted themselves with other activities became calmer and more relaxed. In fact, researchers discovered that doing absolutely nothing was better for people's mental health rather than venting. We're not like a pressure cooker that is going to explode if we don't get our frustration out. Quite the contrary. The more you keep rehashing things that upset you, the more likely you are to stay stuck in a negative spot. So when you're tempted to complain to someone after work about how much you dislike a colleague or your boss, you're now allowing that person to take up your spare time. And the more you talk about them, the more upset you are likely to become, which means you're likely giving that person power over your feelings. So you might decide to talk more about pleasant topics and more positive people and then see what happens. You'll likely feel better and you'll enjoy your conversations with other people a lot more. Number two, you think about them when they're not around. Rehashing someone's rude behavior or replaying a dreadful conversation in your head over and over again gives that negative person power over your mind. Of course, we've all done this too. Maybe you even wake up at 3 a.m. and you can't stop thinking about a conversation that didn't go well. Or maybe you keep staring off into space, thinking about how much you dislike how someone behaves. The more time you spend thinking about them, the more time you give them. Even dreading a future interaction gives a negative person more power over your life. Like if you spend two hours dreading a one-hour event with someone, 
you've let that person steal three hours of your time. Number three, you allow them to limit your life. Saying stuff like, my family holiday party is ruined every year because my sister-in-law has to be the center of attention, or I'll never enjoy my job as long as my boss is here, allows a negative person to limit your life. Pay attention to the conclusions that you draw about how much impact someone really has over you. If you make these sweeping generalizations and catastrophic predictions, they just might turn into a self-fulfilling prophecy. Let's say you decide that you're never going to be happy as long as you have to work alongside a certain coworker. Well, you'll probably make that actually become true. Number four, you let them control your emotions. So it's normal to get frustrated or to feel angry sometimes when somebody else behaves inappropriately. But it's not healthy if you feel like someone else has control over how you feel. If a negative person can make you so upset that it takes you two hours to calm down, you've given them another huge chunk of your time. Or maybe your stomach just churns at the mere thought of seeing a particular person. Strong emotional and physiological reactions are a sign that somebody has a really big impact on your life. There are several things you can do to manage that. It might involve anything from practicing breathing strategies so that you can keep calm in a meeting to choosing to walk away from a conversation when you first start to get upset. And sign number five is that you allow them to negatively influence your behavior. Being surrounded by too much negativity can lead you to an attitude of, well, if you can't beat them, join them. If everyone else lies, cheats, and steals without paying the price, you might feel compelled to jump on the bandwagon just to stay afloat. Or you might allow your emotions to get the best of you. Maybe you say mean things on social media sometimes. Or you become passive-aggressive when you're trying to take back control. No matter what you do, if it's not in line with your values, you're giving other people around you too much power over you. Okay, so those are the five signs that you're giving negative people too much power over your life. But what do you do about it if you notice it's happening? Fortunately, there are several ways you can take back your power from negative people. Even if you can't physically distance yourself from someone, you can set healthy boundaries and prevent them from draining your mental strength. You might also need to set some personal boundaries on how long you're going to think about someone or how long you're going to talk about them. You might decide that you'll think about something on your commute. Once you arrive home, distract yourself with other things. Whenever your mind drifts back to that person, remind yourself that ruminating isn't helpful and then distract yourself again. Choose to focus on more productive things in your life. Decide that you are going to cope with your emotions in a healthy way and commit to focusing on what you can control, which is your thoughts, your feelings, and your behavior. Make it a conscious effort to give negative people less power over your life and watch what happens. You'll likely become a happier, healthier, and stronger person. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.